So there's this, I'm listening to a wonderful podcast episode right now. And in the episode, the serial entrepreneur says, you know, um, he's being asked by the host something like, um, what do you have to say to the um, entrepreneurs in our local town when knowing that 95% of their startups are going to fail or whatever that statistic is? And he said, as long as you know in your heart that, um, you know, it's the right thing to do, then just keep doing it and everything's going to work out in the end. And I love that idea. I love this man um, in particular. I love the idea of do the right thing um, regardless of whether it seems to very clearly be the exactly most profitable thing in the moment. One of the things we talk about often at Titan is that we make decisions about Titan based on how can we make it most align with our vision of being the type of company that we would want to work for. Um, and it's an experiment because a lot of the decisions we make toward that vision or goal, um, I guess, would be things that you traditionally wouldn't do. And we've had quite a few people who understand how to run a business go, you know, like they hear what we're trying to do and they go, oh, well, good luck with that. Let me know if it works out. Right. And um, so I'm all on board with the um, optimism, do the right thing and see what happens, you know, uh, train. I also, however, think that the idea that, um, how do I want to put it? The idea that uh, all you got to do is just kind of, like one of the things the guy said in the interview as well was, um, I don't regret any decisions I made because I love the life I leave right now, which I think is great. Um, but then he also said, but you know what? If I had made a different decision in each of those, I think everything would have worked out in the end. And I think that we have a little bit of a survivorship bias. If you're not familiar with that, the general idea is that, for example, if you think about a, a big war that happened, World War II or something, and you hear all these stories about what it was like to be in the war, you start to get a perception that people just make it, right? Like there's a there's a bomb and everybody survives. Or, um, you know, there was the, this kind of fire and you just happen to duck just the right way and you just kind of get this idea that that's what happens in war, right? Like you just happen to survive the bomb. You just happen to duck at the right time. When in reality, that's not the actual most likely case. The most actual likely case is that you died, but those people aren't telling stories. And so we have a bias towards the people who survive thinking that what happened to them is what's going to happen to us if we're, we find ourselves in a similar situation. And, and survivorship bias also applies to um, you know, non-war situations. Um, but for example, they, it's, it applies to entrepreneurs. When you hear uh, talented, brilliant people or uh, lucky um, people or people who are surrounded by wealth and affluence and opportunity or whatever else, um, not always, but often, they don't understand um, the way that people have done the same thing as them in terms of putting in lots of work and um, you know picking based on the same criteria and not had the same level of success level of success as they did. Um, uh, the Guy Raz has this uh, awesome radio show called How I Built This. I haven't listened to it in a while, but uh, at least for a long time, at the end of every episode, he would say, "Or how I made this." Jeez, it's how that's how long it's been since I heard it. Um, at the end of every episode where he interviews an entrepreneur, he says, how much of your success 
was based on you and your work and how much of it was based on luck? And I think it's a really, really wonderful question. Uh, first, because you can learn so much about an entrepreneur based on um, how they perceive the, um, the reasons for their success. Um, uh, and second, because he's inherently pointing out the fact that they're really like, <laughs> there was no luck is never the right answer. But he doesn't say that. But I'm going to say that. Um, it was all my hard work and no luck was involved is 100% the wrong answer, period. That's just, that's never the case. Even if you put in a ton of hard work and nobody else in your industry didn't put in a whole bunch of hard work, there was still luck involved. Um, and obviously I'm being hyperbolic because, you know, maybe some people had lost all the luck and still worked really hard and still made it. But um, in general, those folks are not the people being interviewed on Guy Raz's podcast. Um, when you have a successful startup or whatever, I, okay, I've got to roll that back a little bit. I'm sure there's someone who's been interviewed in his podcast who's had horrible life situations and still worked hard and made it. But the vast majority of modern startups and entrepreneurs, especially in the tech space, um, benefit extraordinarily from luck. And so I'm not saying the guy who's on the um, the radio interview that I was listening to was just lucky and he didn't, you know, make this on his own or anything like that. Um, he worked his butt off. He's brilliant. He is capable and talented. And I think that sometimes it's not just luck. That's why I'm saying the Guy Raz thing is one piece. But sometimes it's not just luck, but it's also who you are as a person. And, and a different person could make exactly the same choices, even with the same luck and not have the same outcome because they don't have what you have. And it might be networks and it might be outside things, you know, like your family or your training or the quality of the school you went to or an experience you had growing up or whatever, or, you know, how people perceive you. Are you an old white guy? Are you a young black woman? You know, those factors matter. But it also might be purely things about you. Um, you might be, you might have, a, you might be an old white guy, just like this other old white guy, but the other old white guy has this brilliant mind for statistics and analysis and a keen eye for discovering potential business partners. And you are not discerning in terms of people. And so you find yourself lined up with bad business partners, even though you, your metrics for, um, picking a project were good and your, your work was hard, all that kind of stuff. So I just think that, um, while I do think we should all do the right thing, um, we should also recognize that um, there is a survivor bias that is a thing that pers that impacts how we and also the people we look up to um, understand where our success and their success comes from. And the more we look to the other factors that there are involved in those successes outside of just the hard work or whatever, whatever things they say, um, you know, the more we can understand the complexity of things that go into it. And it's helpful for us so socio sociologically just to understand those things. But it's also helpful for us personally so that when we are engaging in something in the new place, we don't we don't walk into a new entrepreneurial venture with survivor bias um, driving our decision making. Right. Because that's a recipe for being the 95 out of 100 that that fail. And I'm not saying we can control that. But one way we can control that is by. Uh, trying to eliminate survivor bias in our perceptions of the, our projects and other people's projects. That's it. Hope it helped somebody. Wait, so actually just say the yeah. whole thing? Yeah, just say that. Okay. Just listen to the 5-Minute Geek Show. That's it. Good work.